It's your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. Welcome back. What kind of student were you when you were in middle school? It may come as a surprise to you, but Nick and I both made some bad choices during that time in our lives that led to significant consequences. Consequences that actually led to Nick and me making much better decisions in the future. Listen as we share tales of two middle school bad boys who each had to be taught a lesson. Enjoy. You ever wake up in the middle of the night and realize you got three more hours to sleep and you're like, Right, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, have you ever woken up in the middle of the night, realized you got three hours to sleep, and you're like, "Oh my God, this night will not end." Yeah. Okay. I don't know what the difference between those two nights are, but I know that it's inside my head. Mm. You know, it's a it's a big uh, it's a big decision that we make. One is Christmas Eve, and one is uh, the night before school. All right. <laughs> All right. So there's some there's some context to that. I think I think you're right. I think those are the two perfect extremes of one where you just don't want to go to sleep in the first place, mm-hmm. and one where you don't want to get up. <laughs> Although I don't know, when you were going back to school, did you feel some sense of excitement? I know you didn't have like a joyful school years, but you know, no, I felt excited to see, especially when I was in because I spent um, through sixth grade. I was in private school, so it was basically the oh. same thirty people. And those were my main friends. That's and it. So going 30. to see, yeah, yeah. And wow. going to see them again after the summer, which I didn't really see except for one or two of them. We didn't really see each other a lot, uh, like after school or during the summer. Was this a, was this a Greek Orthodox school? No, no. It? Uh, it was a private uh, Episcopal. Um, so it was religious based. Yeah. yeah. Okay. St. James Episcopal School you know, over in Ormond Beach, Florida. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd say I had standard public school stuff. Yeah. But I was in elementary school. I was uh, a prodigy. I was like, I was getting A's and everything. I was being invited to do after school projects. I was, and then middle school came, and I, I, I think I was being coddled in elementary school because it turns out I wasn't that smart. It was harder. Yeah, I got my first D in seventh grade, right? And I was so mortified that I got a D. It was in algebra. I also got a D in typing. That should tell you the, the range mm-hmm, of my mm-hmm. lack of skill. But all my teachers were like, "You're not trying hard enough. You're not trying hard enough." And it was like, "You never had to try before." Right. I, I, everything came so easily and now yeah. you're giving me this stuff that's impossible. And what it was was I performed so well in elementary school that when I got to middle school, they're like, this kid's smart. Let's give him some hard classes. Uh, uh, hello. Uh, Guess what? I learned. So I got my first F in middle school too in English, if you can believe it. What? I had a conflict with the teacher. Yeah. Plus, his name was Mr. Dunn, Robert Dunn. That's a and terrible name for a teacher. Actually, this guy, okay, if you can picture him, he's like a human Muppet. Okay, he had he had big glasses, but they were mm. kind of cool, uh, kind of sepia tone glasses uh, that blurred his eyes a little bit. But he had this big, thick mustache, and he was prone to theatrics. So if someone raised a right answer, he'd say, "Golly, Jeepers, Batman, right answer!" And the class would laugh, except for me, because I fancied myself a class clown, and. I chose to, instead of embracing this guy who actually, I believe in retrospect, was a pretty darn wonderful teacher, Yeah, I chose to compete with him and make it difficult for him and tried to pull things over on him. And he basically chose to show me who I was and gave me an opportunity to make up my F. But he said, I know that you plagiarized this, this report on sharks. I have the books that you plagiarized it from because there aren't that many books on sharks, Mr. Codges. And uh, I'll offer you the opportunity to rewrite it, but for now you get an F. I was like, what? I have to go home and tell my parents I got an F because of that. Yeah. But it was the last time I ever did that. 
And uh, and over time, I really did look back and go, all right, this guy was actually, he took a lot more from me than he should have and still treated me professionally in the end when I thought, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and copy this and give it to him. Was any of that any kind of like rebellion against your parents or was this Bob like trying to buck the system like or was it just that it could have been it could have been that because that was eighth grade yeah eighth grade I was about what, 13 14 yeah I was 14 okay yeah and that was just the time it was a year before my parents got divorced mm. so there's a good chance that I was acting out in some way uh, the funny part was as I entered my 15th year most supervision if you will kind of left my mom was distraught with the end of the marriage, and my dad was off starting his new life. When I say that, he was still involved, but he had his own place. We saw him on the weekends rather than seeing him throughout the week. Yeah. And mom was saddled with us the whole time. Yeah. And yet, she was finding parents without partners and ways to soften the blow of having lost her husband of 17 years. And uh, and in the transition, I, I was a little more free than I probably should have been at 15. I remember rebelling around that same time. I was in junior high, uh, yeah. which would have been middle school had it been. Uh, yeah, junior high was what I had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was in a couple of, uh, I can't remember what they were called, the advanced class. It wasn't AP, but it wasn't gifted, whatever it was called back then. And there was a history class. The guy was very uh, gruff and like, but fun. Yeah. And so one of the projects we were supposed to do on a weekly basis was this sort of like make your own magazine about a historical event. Oh, fun. Yeah. I should have been all about it. I would it, think yeah, I would think that would but speak to you. For some reason I chose that to be the hill that I was going to die on in terms of being <laughs> rebellious. Like I just couldn't bring myself to do it. We parents came in, this was right before they got divorced. Um we all talked about it like if he just makes it up, he doesn't have to do summer school. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. Wow. I did summer school. Wow. Yeah. I that don't was, know yeah. why. Like, they're still looking back on it. Like, it just, everything in my life would have been easier. Like, my parents wouldn't have been mad at me. They wouldn't have had to take me. I would have part of my summer to myself. Right. But there was something about this. Like, it, it, it wasn't being done my way or it wasn't being done. It was like that physical manifestation of yeah. my anger at you the time. You couldn't let yourself you couldn't let yeah. yourself do it. Now, did you regret that decision during that summer while you're going to summer school? Not really because you're still standing uh, around. Well, I mean, the summer school was so easy, like I got everything done really quickly and then for whatever reason from the summer school teacher, which I think was one of the uh gym guys, uh like <laughs> one of the guys who taught gym was like, "Why are you even here?" It was like I was getting the validation it was, you know what it was? It was, I felt like the teacher was smarter than me in the history class, and I didn't like that. Ah. But then when I got to the class that he wasn't smarter than me, or I felt like he wasn't smarter than me, I'm sure he was smarter than me, Then and he was praising me, I was like, this is what I wanted. Ah, as a hierarchy thing. Yeah. I had some teachers, honestly, that really turned me off in high school. I had Mrs. Uh, Ferretti. Ferretti? Was it? Ferretti. She would teach um, Felici. I'm sorry, Felici. Mrs. Felici taught chemistry. And she would get so frustrated with me. And I would ask her legitimate questions mm -hmm. because she spoke in contradictory terms. These two can't be true. So, Miss Felici, can you tell me which one of these is true? And she'd put her hand on her forehead, look exasperated, and say, Robert, I have never had a student like you before. And 
that made me feel good. That was yeah, actually that one good. of the classes, one of the first classes that Patty was in with me. Uh, and and she was Patty was a very good student and was very respectful to the vast majority of the teachers, uh, but she had a science teacher she had issues with too named Ben Torf who was a biology teacher who was kind of a crazy man. Mm-hmm. He was funny. I liked him as a teacher, but he was a little uh, absent-minded, if you will. He used to pretend that he was smoking the chalk to make the kids laugh. You know, like it's smoking pot. Ooh, good chalk, good stuff. And he'd say things like, uh, "Open the window and influenza." Or, or um, that's my P phone over there. Because, you know, if I use that phone, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble. The P phone. Okay, that's Ben Torf. Well, Ben Torf had an issue with my wife, with my girlfriend at the time, at, where her parents had to be called in. And he starts talking to her all nice in front of her parents. And Patty says right in front of him and her parents, you don't talk to me that way or in the class. Why don't you talk to him the way you really talk to me? It was a moment of like confrontation, which yeah. is rare for Patty, I think, in that with an adult. Uh, but it was also a rare conflict where he just had, he had some issue with her and, uh, and they had to bring the parents in to resolve it. So oh, wow. All these teacher conflict things. But as I, when I got into college, I didn't have as many of those. I had, I had less interpersonal issues with my teachers. Yeah. It was more of a business transaction. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. We were rebels, Bob and I. It sounds like I'm trying to convince myself of that, but we really were. And the fact that we both rebelled around the same time in our lives, I think it just proves Bob and I are really the same person. He's just more successful, smarter, wiser, talented, and better suited to deal with humans. Whereas I am taller and hairier. Have a great day.